0: Welcome to the Time Blaster Toycast. You can download
1: this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a review. On each episode, we will select a random review for a very special giveaway. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Time Blaster Toys, also at the Retro Ko. We also want to hear from you. Ask us a question on Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag AskTimeBlasterPod and we will try our best to answer as many as we can on the show.
0: We are ALIDA Live and kicking in here on this beautiful snowy spring day in West Michigan. I am Dave at Matthew Priest. On the social media, and we have a good, fun show lined up for everyone here today. And before we can do that, let's try something a little different. Let's bring some energy, let's bring some flow here. So, let's introduce you to your host. So, <laughs> do something here. How about, ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for some fun with a 60 minute time limit, and it is for the Episode 5 Championship. Introducing first today's topic coming to you straight out of 1988 by way of playmates toys they grossed over one billion dollars in sales they are the teenage mutant ninja turtles and their opponents Weighing in tonight with the stress of fatherhood and the fanfare of figures with actions, they come to you as the reigning, defending toy cast Tag Team Champions of the World. We've got at the Retro KO Joe, at Time Blaster Toys Keith, collectively known as the Time Blaster ToyCast.
2: Wow, oh, that was impressive. That really was. Gee,
0: so we're it's us versus the Ninja Turtles now. I, I mean, you know, I thought we'd bring some juice to it here, and you, you guys okay. are discussing turtles. It's kind of a battle when we go through this, I, I think. Because okay, okay, you know, after the last couple episodes, we're you know we're, we're asking the questions, we're getting into it, we're sharing some stories, we're having some fun, but sometimes the, the sometimes the toys, especially Nintendo, might have won. Nintendo oh, might have won.
2: I, I mean, I think Nintendo definitely pinned my shoulders. To yeah, the Nintendo's
0: map. a hard hitter. <laughs> But we've got a new topic. we got Turtles today, guys.
2: I know. I'm pumped, man. 1988, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, Turtles is like synonymous with toys that have gone hand in hand for, you know, gee, what are we on now? If 88, that's 12, you know, 35 years of Turtles toys on shelves.
1: One of the longest running toy lines.
0: So, uh, Joe, how do you think you're going to stack up against today's foe?
1: This is a big opponent. Heavy hitter. But I'm ready.
2: Yeah, I'm ready to talk, man. I mean, Turtles is – you meet so many people. I mean, I do here in the store. And, like, for me, Turtles is, like, top three action figure lines of all time. Obviously, number one's going to be wrestling and everything that
0: that entails. But, you know, for
2: me, two is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for sure.
0: Yeah, um, I was doing a little bit of research, and from what I saw, it's interesting you bring that up because Turtles was the third highest grossing – uh, toy of between eighty eight and ninety two, it was uh, of action figures. It was the third best selling action figure. Oh man, you did research for wow, this podcast. Yeah. So what was one and two? Like I don't G- know. Probably GI Joe um, and GI Joe was definitely one. I think Barbie was two. Actually, oh, it might have yeah. been Barbie one, GI Joe two. This is
2: eighty eight to ninety two. Yeah. Okay. Barbie. So Turtles is three. That's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think a good th- way to start is how we kind of always start when we start when we're talking about a figure line is. You know, what are our first memories of the figures themselves? You know, 1988, the first series of Ninja Turtles figures, there's 10 figures, there's five vehicles, in and in all 10 of them are so iconic, but Joe, do you have any uh, memories of like the first time you saw these bad
1: boys? I don't recall seeing them in the store for the first time, but the very first figure I got was Raphael, and that was a gift from my grandmother. I went over to her house one night, she was watching me while my parents went out and she walked out of her room with a Minty Raphael on card. Did you know
2: what it was when I knew what it
1: was from watching the cartoon. Okay, so yeah. the
2: cartoon was out by yep. the time you got the figure. Yeah.
1: And What was? What do you mean by on card? On card, so it was it was still in the packaging, that beautiful ten back
0: unpunched card. And like one thing that I always thought was cool about the turtle packaging is they had like the little card on the back. With, like, a bio. The file file card, card. yep.
2: Yes. Yeah, the Turtles packaging's awesome. I mean, for the longest time, every single figure had unique packaging art. We've got a few figures in front of us. I'm looking at Master Splinter. But, like, see how the top of the card back, like, there's images of Splinter. And then here's April. and So every figure has a unique card back with its own art, character-specific on the front. And then the back's got the file card. So, I mean, these guys went above and beyond to... You know tell you the story of who these characters were if you hadn't seen the cartoon you could just look at the
0: you know the packaging itself read the file card and you know you know exactly who these dudes are and what they're all about and uh, with the cartoon we've mentioned that a couple times in the packaging so that was a big thing from playmates toys the, this was their uh, they were the only figure company that took a chance on the ninja Turtles yep. and they they wanted a cartoon with it based off the success of He-Man and G.I. Joe and the other cartoons of the earlier 80s, they felt like just putting Turtles toys on the shelves without any backing wasn't going to work. Um, so I was reading about that and just like, okay, well, that makes sense. Playmates toys pushed for the cartoon to be lined up with this first series of yeah, toys. Yeah, I mean, that was a,
2: almost every action figure line. If you didn't have a cartoon, yeah. the, the toys were, you know, DOA, man, dead on arrival. Yeah. If they even got made, you had to have a cartoon – you know, that was kind of like a extended 20-minute commercial for toys. That's pretty much what all these cartoons were. And, yeah, Playmates, they were the only company that took a chance on Turtles. You know, there's a Toys That Made Us episode on Netflix about Ninja Turtles. I've watched it many times, and I watched it this past week kind of just to, you know, get in the right headspace. And, you know, it almost took a year for them to find a suit or a toy company willing yeah. to take a chance. And Playmates prior to this, you know, they were making dolls and they had never made any action figures, so this was like their first chance at going for it. And dude, they uh, they really nailed it because it's it's still to this day they're pumping these figures out.
0: Yeah, they bet the farm and they won big time. So Keith, Joe mentioned his first figure was Raphael. Who was yours,
2: <sighs> dude? I don't know. I really can't. I was trying so hard to think. You know, I just have memories of like everyone had the <clears throat> the big storage case, right? Yep. Full of figures. I did not. No. Oh man. There's, like, so many people come into the shop when they say they have Ninja Turtles, you know, eight out of ten times they're going to be in that giant case. So I have memories, like, I have the case, I'm opening it, close my eyes, I can, like, see all the turtles, Bebop, somehow Ground Chuck's, like, always in my head. I (laughs) had to have had him. But who I got first, I really don't know.
0: What's your earliest memory, then?
2: Just them always being around, for sure. Like, I've, you know, it was, like, Kenner Ghostbusters, Playmates Ninja Turtles, WWF Hasbro's interchangeable, like, just childhood, man. They were just always around, and it's proof because just they're everywhere, right? Like, everybody has some. Even if you're not, like, a crazy toy collector, you're going to have some of these figures in your your possession for sure.
0: Joe, what about you? Do you have any early memories (laughs) other than just getting Raphael? Um, Other than getting Raphael,
1: no, not super early memories, but I definitely remember playing with these figures all the time. In the bathtub, that was probably the number one spot. Well, dude, they like...
2: I mean, there was multiple Ninja Turtle toys designed specifically to play with in the bathtub. Absolutely. You know, the foot soldier foot ski, that's a jet ski. Like, you're going to play with that in the bathtub. There's the two sewer tubes. Those things are always... You know, when you you come across them, they're almost always destroyed because this toy has stickers and it's meant to be put in water. So it's going to get jacked up. But... Yeah, dude, those was like land, sea, air, you know, you got the blimp. Like, they covered every base, any scenario a kid's imagination <laughs> would just, lead you. They had there a was toy a, for there it. There was
0: a toy for it. <laughs> Absolutely. So with Raphael, we talked about him, the other th- uh, three turtles, Donatello, Leonardo, Michelangelo. What, what differentiated them from each other other than just their colored headband?
1: Uh, you had weapons, and I mean, I guess they're belts, but Donatello and Leonardo had basically the same belt. Even though Donatello's pictured on the back of the card with both his straps going over the side, mine was always crisscrossed like Leo. I never did it like that.
2: Oh, geez, I didn't even realize that yeah. on the card back. Yeah, Donnie and Leo have the straps. Yep. Um, you know, all their heads are different, so they've got their different weapons, their different belt, and their different head sculpts. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Why don't you, Joe, let's run down the first. So 1988 is the first year the Turtles figures come out. There's ten figures, you know, the probably the 10 most iconic figures in the collection of Turtles figures. But yeah, let's run down the lineup and we can talk about all the figures, maybe one by one real
1: quick. Sure. So the entire lineup consists of, for your hero side, you had the four Turtles, Splinter and April O'Neil. And then on the foot, your villain side, you had Shredder, a foot soldier, Bebop, and Rocksteady. And in the very first initial release, the Turtles, Shredder, uh, Splinter, Bebop, and Rocksteady were all made with soft rubbery heads. Um, for some reason, they never did April or the foot soldier in a soft head. And then they did a running change down the road and got rid of all the rubber heads.
2: Right. So I wonder how – has anyone ever figured out, like, how long they had the soft heads for?
0: No, I, I couldn't tell you. I know the couple turtle toys uh, that I had from the – like of the actual turtles, they all had soft heads. I don't think I had I – th- I don't remember having all four turtles. I remember having Donatello, Michelangelo, and Leonardo. I don't think I ever yeah. – had Raphael or or my brothers ever had them, but they were soft. I remember the rubber heads and I don't remember anybody else having a rubber head that I had. Yeah. So I feel like I must've got the turtles early and then, you know, eventually you buy everybody else years later, but yeah.
2: Yeah. It had to be kind of quick. And I mean, that's really the only way to differentiate You know, a a true 1988 release from one of the many re-releases because Playmates is, like, notorious for every four (laughs) years re-releasing these figures over and over and over again to the point where you can buy them on store shelves right now at Walmart, the Four Turtles, um...
1: With their slightly bigger heads, yeah,
2: their heads are kind of huge now. They look but is weird. it the same
1: kind of like build?
0: Yeah, it's the same mold, it's the same
2: exact body, same exact card back. Oh, wow. I mean, it's a
0: little different, but their heads are just slightly bigger. Their whole those so the shells are holding up uh, like a true turtle shell, yeah, all <laughs> the whole time. Now, so the only way you could differentiate like obviously you can really if you you know experts in here are going to know the difference but like where they just stamp the bottom of the foot with the year they've re-released them or whatever yeah it's on yeah. the back it's the like back at the of the back show. yeah
2: the bottom of the turtle shell it has a date stamp on it okay. but yeah so you've got the four you know the four turtles with their soft-head versions There's hard-head versions you got Raphael Donatello Leo and Mikey they're all pretty great and unique in their own way yeah they're and, different
0: i noticed like there's the toys are in front of us here in Time Blaster Toys in Westland Michigan the uh the t- the turtles are like different shades of green. Yep.
2: Yeah, they are. Yep. Each one's got their own their own unique shade, which is awesome. That also kind of differentiates them, and that's like the classic. Like you close your eyes, you can picture each one of their skin tones more yeah. or less. <clears throat> but I mean, everybody probably everybody has a favorite turtle, right? You grew up with a favorite oh, yeah. turtle, and I I mean I know mine was Raphael, right?
1: I'm it's right just, there with you. You, know, like, you. you grow
2: up thinking, like, man, I like Raphael because he's cool and he's kind of like a...
1: Cocky. And, yeah, you yeah. know,
2: he's he's cool but crude, right? Yep. And he's like the outsider and nobody understands him. And as a little kid, you're like, I can relate to that yep. guy. And, but you think you're new, unique in liking him, right? It's like Raphael's my guy, and then you get to Power Rangers, and you're like Green Ranger's my guy. <laughs> right. Nobody, you know, you think you're unique, and then you meet, you grow up, and you meet people, and everybody's yep. favorite is Raphael, and oh. everybody's favorite is Green Ranger. Yep. Wow,
0: I was, I was different on both of those. Yeah, I was in the big Power were, Ranger. Were you
2: a Donnie guy? <laughs> I was a Mikey
0: and Donnie guy. Those <laughs> okay. were my two. The party dudes. dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like the, I mean, Mikey was fun in the cartoon. Like, I knew the cartoon before the toys, and. Yeah. Michelangelo was hilarious in the cartoon, and then Donatello was like the smart one, and I just related yeah. to him in that way. Yeah, it's,
2: I mean, you know, prior to the toys in the cartoon, you know, everyone knows that the turtles were kind of interchangeable in appearance and attitude. They kind of they all had red masks, and it was hard to tell them apart. So, for the comics, or thing, you mean? Yeah, for the okay. original comics. So, you know, developing the tv show and the action figure line they had to come up with ways to you know so kids could differentiate who was who and that was with their colors but it was also with their attitude so all four turtles are unique in their own way and kind of can appeal to kids in different ways
1: right no matter what your personality is they got you covered
2: yeah so we've got the four turtles and then we've got master splinter which is a pretty excellent figure i love this splinter figure but you know he's got a cloth robe on that is always lost. Like Yes. <laughs> I think there's like half a million, maybe more, you know, naked Splinters in the world. They're Lots just, of naked they're Splinters. They're just everywhere, man. No one ever has that cloth robe. It's like super rare to have nowadays. It's funny. But you got Splinter, and then you got April O'Neil as well. And, yeah, April never had a soft head. She's the uh,
1: – And she's straight up pictured on the back of the card back holding her pistol.
2: Yeah. What's her card back say, too? Isn't it like – She's like the damsel in distress, right? Like she's made
1: so the turtles can save her. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, she's packing heat, so she should be able to handle herself. Yeah, seriously. It says a young 25. Oh, yeah. April (laughs) O'Neil. She's a young 25.
2: Yeah, so that's the hero side. You got the four turtles. You got their sensei master splinter. You got April O'Neil. But, I mean, what good are good guys without, you know, equally awesome villains? And that's where, for me, some of my most favorite figures from this set Are you know on the bad guy's side, the heel side, the uh, the foot side? You got you got Shredder himself, you got Bebop and Rocksteady, and you got the foot soldier. You know, anybody got like a memory or a favorite one of these uh, four dudes over here?
1: I mean, I love Shredder, I just hate Shredder's pose. You could never stand Shredder up as a kid, he's in that crouching, squatting pose. I never understood it, but I think it's rumored that they got that pose from the comic book. There was a, a panel in the comic book where Shredder is crouching on the building in that kind of pose, and that's what they modeled him after.
2: I gotcha. Yeah. And,
0: and one thing, too, is like Shredder, the color scheme on him and the foot soldier, it's like purple, gray, and like, uh is that a uh, was that teal aqua? What the hell yeah, color is like that? Some kind of blue. Some kind of blue, yeah. Yeah. It, They have the same colors, but in the TV show, I don't remember them having that color. I thought Shredder was like black and gray, and the foot shoulder was like all, you know, mostly black. Well, that's the thing. These
2: figures in the TV show, while they're like concurrent in time, they're not like related much beyond that. Like what these dudes look like on TV and what their toy ended up being are two separate things completely, which is, you know, really interesting to see now, all these years later, because you've got NECA making the cartoon accurate figures you have Super 7 making the TMNT Ultimate figures, which are like, you know, high-end high, high end versions of the vintage mm-hmm. toys. So you will have the same character, you know, Mutage Man come out, for example. And you got the Super 7 version, which anyone that collected the toys, you know, likes and thinks is awesome. Yep. And then you got the NECA version that looks exactly like he did in the cartoon. But you got guys like me that maybe didn't watch the cartoon as much. And I see him, I'm like, that's not Mutage right. Man at all. Like, I want the, you know, I want the, the action figure version, you that's know? That's right. You know, traditionally, you watch the show, turtles themselves, the four turtles, they're kind of small. Yeah. Like, they're turtles. They're teenagers. They're not very big. Right. So, you know, Shredder, next to a turtle, he's like, should be twice as big as these guys. Right. Right? Yep. So, but the thing is, these action figures are what, uh, what are they, five inches? Five, yeah.
0: Maybe, f- yeah. Yeah.
2: They're probably, you know, they're around five, five and a half inches tall, you know, in the... The blister bubble is only so big. So they're not gonna make a yeah. new blister bubble and a new packaging to make, you know, Shredder seven, eight inches tall. So what do you do with a guy that's that tall to make him the same size as a turtle? You gotta crouch him down yeah. super crazy where his legs are like ninety degree, you know, angles at his knee joint and yeah, he's like impossible to stand. I Without a doubt, my least favorite figure, (laughs) even under April O'Neil, that Shredder figure, man, it's just nuts. There's, like, no way to display him properly with that crazy crouch.
1: I mean, they could at least made Shredder the same height as April and made him stand, you know. I would have been all right with that.
2: Yeah, and, well, I mean, eventually they did, right? You got the super Shredder figure a couple years later and all the other versions of Shredder. They're all, you know, five and a half inches like everyone else, not that crazy crouched
0: down position. Yep. So the other two villains, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, what I mean, we know their look. You had a rhino and a warthog, right? And uh, I mean, what else makes these figures unique? I just think they're awesome, and they go together like so
2: well. If you have Bebop, you got to have Rocksteady, and vice right. versa. They're just like two iconic figures. Especially like for me, if we're—I mean, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. If we're going to talk about our favorites of the line, but of the series, but for me, my favorite is Bebop. Just everything about him. Just his look, his pose—he's awesome as can be. He's got cool weapons, but dude, they're just great. I mean, who doesn't like a, a, you know dude. a punk warthog with a, you know purple hair, blue shades?
1: He's just he's just awesome. And they went all out with the deco and the paint and the—I mean, there's details sculpted on him that aren't even painted. So
2: yeah, that's true for you know yeah. a lot of figures in the Playmates line. You know, Mutagen Man, Muck Man—you look at the sculpts and there's Crazy. so much detail that isn't painted but you're like man if they had you know the money and the resources to just fully you know bring to life this sculpt man these figures would have been untouchable i mean more than they already are
1: yeah they hold up for sure
2: But yeah so we've got the you know the 10 figures but what are figures without vehicles and you know playmates and ninja turtles we already kind of talked about a little bit about like how all in they were on accessories and play sets and vehicles in 18 1988 is no exception there's five vehicles all you know different scales different price points but let's run them down
0: now did the, the vehicles come out in 88 with the same like the same time as the turtle the, right. the toys yeah and i figures it. came out with vehicles yeah. or did the vehicles come out like a couple no, months later. no same time all rolled yep. out at the same time oh, wow. it was like
2: a full court press yep. you know playmates was working on this all at once and then when it dropped it just all dropped at the same time the yep. 10 figures the five vehicles
0: so, obviously, with the Turtles, to me, the thing I remember the most is the party wagon, and uh, you can't have Turtles without a party wagon. It's and true. That was, yeah, I see one sitting here in the store with a mutant attack van. Uh, That's right. But, um, so what other what other vehicles do they have other than party wagon? That's well, the only one I remember. Well, they the came
1: out with the cheapskate, which we have here in front of us, which was just this awesome fan-powered skateboard with a little lever on the back that would shoot out. A uh, foot logo out from underneath that you could knock guys down with, which was really awesome. Definitely played with that a lot. The Cheapskate's cool too because, like,
2: in the name itself, the thing yeah. it was
1: cheap. What was it? Like five bucks? Five ninety nine. I mean, probably. it couldn't have
2: been more than seven or eight dollars. Yeah. to have a vehicle that your turtles could ride on, and you know that's super cool, super awesome. And you know the cool thing about the Cheapskate is anybody can ride it. It's not like a character specific vehicle. That turtles ultimately would do you know bebop had his own car shredder yeah, had yeah. his own rocks everybody had their own thing the cheapskate's just like you know any turtle throw master splinter on that thing and he'll you know he'll kick some he'll kick some butt yeah but yeah no going back to the party wagon itself you know that's like as iconic as a toy vehicle gets in my book like top three maybe top two maybe top one you know oh, yeah. i'm thinking like you know, the Ecto-1, Kenner Ghostbusters, and then the Party Wagon. That's like the creme de la creme of yeah. action figure vehicles. You know, so much fun could be had with this thing. You got the door on the side. You got the opening top. You got the two bombs inside. You got the, the seatbelt that nobody ever
1: still has. Now, did the no glass in the windshield and the windows ever bother you as a kid? Because there's a lot of collectors who will cry. And say, oh, the party wagon's too Fisher Price because they didn't put glass in the windows.
2: I've never once. Yeah, I've that, never once yeah. even crossed my mind. That no, I never no glass complained.
1: Never complained about no glass. I loved it.
2: No, but, dude, Playmates knew like the one thing you cannot ever fault these dudes for is like the playability factor, right? Right. And they made sure this stuff was fun, fun as could be, and. You know, the absence of a windshield, who cares? No, it just means care. you can get your little fingers in there yeah, and you know turn their heads around. And... Yeah, dude. Like, I don't personally, I don't think there's any fault with the party wagon at all. It is perfect as
1: is. Yes, I agree. And now it came what, with those awesome bombs.
2: Now, what about the Super 7 version of the party wagon? You're going to drop $500 for that thing?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good thing you bring up there. So, like, what is, uh, like, we're here, Time Blaster Toys. There's a party wagon in a box. What's the value of something like this? Of the vintage one in a box? Yeah, Just the one we're looking at is the Walmart. Yeah, re-release. the re-release. But oh, okay. uh,
2: you know, it's going to depend if it, you know, if it's complete and what kind of shape it's in. But you know, a vintage party wagon complete, even without a box, you know, if it's in really nice shape, easy one hundred fifty bucks. Easy, yep. you know. And if you have a vintage party wagon in a box, if the box is sealed, we're talking
0: hundreds and hundreds of dollars for sure. Oh wow! Yeah, what's uh, is that the most valuable? in the whole set of all the 88 Turtles?
2: Of the 88? Jeez, maybe. In that set? Yeah. I mean, maybe a part... You know, what's a sealed blimp go for? I couldn't even tell blimp, you. We haven't talked about the blimp yet. There's a few. Oh. There's a few things. Okay.
0: Yeah. More so than the figures themselves, the vehicles are higher value we can safely listen. as far
2: as the 88 releases go yeah i mean unless you got like original 10 backs that are like if pristine you got and soft
1: un- head 10 backs on the card yeah yeah
2: unpunched or something and you, you really
1: got to know what you're looking for to, to be able to tell the difference when they're on the card you know color and you can see if it's a soft head it's got a matte finish and hard heads are more shiny that's how you can really tell and what's the, what do you mean by 10 back so the 10 back when the first 10 figures were released in 88 there are Ten figures on the back of the card, so you know in the collector space, we always refer to it as a ten back. Just it's an easy way to for people to know that you are talking about the original ten figure release,
2: right? Because these figures, these original, you know, ten, they weren't just like out in nineteen ninety eight and then never released again. They were just always constantly on the shelves. You know, if you are a kid in nineteen ninety and you want to collect Ninja Turtles, you got to have the Turtles and Splinter on the shelves, so they're they're constantly being produced and each year when more figures were being released you know like 1989 you got however many extra figures are on there 14 back you know you're gonna have the next four dudes on the back along with the 10 and then the year after that eventually by the end in 94 there was so they're like 184 (laughs) backs like
1: go look at the back of the scratch card there's like 100 figures yeah
2: there's so many so yeah the only way to know like you got a true 1988 figure is there's only going to be 10 pictured on the back because they were the only 10 that existed at
0: that time exactly That's a good way to uh, differentiate them. I I dig it. Uh, You mentioned the blimp. You want to talk about the blimp?
1: Oh, man, the blimp. The blimp. Did you have
2: the blimp? I had the blimp. Yes. Now, how long did
1: your blimp last before you got a hole in it? I think mine was like three days.
2: I don't know if I necessarily had a hole, but you definitely got, like, that Good. small leak. Yeah. Or, like, you'd blow, you know, you'd blow it up, which blowing up a blimp when you're, like, seven or eight years old, that was, like, an hour commitment of your life. Dude, for real. So, yeah, you blow it up, and you're having fun, and 30 minutes later, the blimp's kind of shriveled up, and then a couple <laughs> hours after that, you're like, this blimp. But, yeah, no, the blimp was awesome. It was
0: yeah. just a balloon? No, it, it was, was like a beach vinyl Imagine, like, a beach, beach ball. ball. Like, a big oh,
2: that, oval-shaped yeah. beach ball. It has, like, plastic fins that are, like... so hard to attach to this thing yep you know you put those on it's got the little bottom part that drops bombs blimps is super nice it's pretty rare to find one nowadays that like still holds air like if you're looking for a blimp on ebay or in person like you have to literally blow it up and like wait an hour or two and make sure like okay is this thing still holding air because if it does that's you know pretty sought after
1: they also uh re-released the blimp not that long ago right yeah. The vintage one. I think
2: it was Walmart online
1: exclusive. Maybe, online exclusive. Yeah, that yeah, sounds right.
0: Yeah. Modern technology make it hold air better? Ah, uh, I'm not sure. Increased durability? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't buy one. <laughs> same 1988 vinyl. Probably. Uh, Probably. <laughs> same old stock. It's a slippery vinyl. Slope, single stitch.
2: You know, because all that stuff, it, you know, it's being re released right now at Walmart. You got the Four Turtles, you have the Party Wagon, the Blimps um, offered online, and then yep. there's. They make all those like six packs where they're re-releasing certain, and it's super tempting to buy it all. Like I want it, but I, I just haven't bit the bullet yet. If I find a party wagon, I'll buy it just because I want the box art.
1: Yeah, the that's boxes, another thing. While
2: awesome. well, we talked about the card back art, but like the vehicle box art, like you're looking at that party wagon, bo- like dude, that's just so iconic and eye catching. And
1: they were so good at drawing those action scenes to really
0: grab your attention as a child. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan of, it. just saying, foot stinks. Yes. Love it. Like, <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. And then, you know, no, the the artwork you mentioned at the back, but, the, yeah, I'm, I'm staring at this party wagon in a box, and I'm just looking at it. And it makes me want to buy it. Like, it's colored really well, detailed, yeah. nice little action shot on there. So very, there's the. Very eye-catching.
2: So there's the party wagon. We also talked about the blimp. Yep. We hit on the cheapskate. There's two other vehicles from 1988. These are pro. Well, no, the Turtle Trooper, right? Yeah. uh, It's like a parachute, more or less. You hook your turtle up to it,
1: throw him in the air, and he kind of. It's your oversized army man parachute toy, pretty much.
2: I absolutely had one. Yep. You had one, Joe? Yes, I
1: absolutely did. Dave, did did you have one of these? No. It might have been the first vehicle that I got. You know, because of the price point, that or the Cheapskate. I think the
0: only turtle toy uh, vehicle we had was it might have been the party wagon might have been another series of of vehicle cuz i don't i don't remember it was like a vehicle. it was more size like a wagon yeah but i don't remember it being the actual party wagon but yeah i didn't have a lot of turtle toys i had i mean i don't think i had i had a couple of the you know probably different series down the line guys but in this original series i think i only had like so the 3 turtles with the soft heads and um the foot soldier i think that's all we had all i had as a kid yeah
2: well the turtle troopers pretty great um and then there's one other vehicle which I absolutely did not have and oh. you know, even when it comes around now, I'm just not a fan of this thing.
1: The knucklehead. The knucklehead, the little foot themed claw where you could grab your turtles and you would hand crank it. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like
2: that's just it's just an odd toy. I mean, it's cool for what it is and so what in theory the foot soldier powers this thing, he sits on it. Yeah, in
1: and- the box art the foot soldier is sitting on it.
2: And he's controlling. And he's them. trying to
1: scoop up RAF. Yeah.
2: I just to me, I'm like, man, you got four shots at making these first vehicles. You got all these, you know, turtle specific ones. You got, I mean, that's the only vehicle for a villain, right? In the first wave. Yeah. First wave. In the first wave. And it's a foot soldier, like a little. Like, man, <laughs> and how would
1: you even get a foot soldier to sit on this thing? Because the foot soldier has a crazy
0: crouch stance, too.
1: Yeah, that
2: vehicle's nuts. Like I couldn't. But I mean, it for what it is, it's it's something. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, so we've talked about the the toys individually. We have talked about all of the uh, vehicles that are offered. But one thing that I've, I'm curious about with the toys, since we've been talking Hasbro figures these last, uh, t- you know, two of our previous three episodes have been about the WWF Hasbro figures and their actions. Did the turtle toys have any like specific actions to them, or was it just the accessories that made them unique? Yeah, just the
1: accessories and the vehicles had actions. Uh, the figures themselves are just your standard five points of articulation.
0: Were they all? They all they all don't have the same though articulation though right because you mentioned Shredder's pose do the all the turtles have the same actions? their hands move like just what 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 do we got Oh no the turtles they have guys? their
1: wrist moves too don't they So yeah they got more than five. Yeah I mean they're
2: all pretty standard April no well, April has the wrist joint too so yeah, yeah you but, know, I mean the turtles knack, are all shoulders the same body. hips and then wrists So yeah these you know this first set there's no action they're just kind of you know, but they're great in what they are. The the poses themselves, kind of, yeah. Uh, you know, similar it's the to action. action pose. But there were, you know, a year or two later, which we'll get to eventually. Is you know, there's that whole set of wacky action turtles, which oh. I hate those figures. <laughs> I've never liked those. Figures. I love the card backs. It's like the first thing that makes me not interested in an action figure is when there's like a giant lever on their back or right. like a knob to turn and you know playmates they go for it the yep. wacky action is that 1990?
1: I think it's 1990 yeah. Yeah,
2: so it's a couple years away. Um but dude turtles you don't need action. You don't need action. You just you do it yourself, right? You just imagine it.
0: Yep, absolutely. It, so do you think that had to tie into uh playmates cuz so many figures in the 80s. I mean, you think of we've talked wrestling toys. We've talked we haven't talked yet, but like I think 100 ThunderCats toys and He-Man toys. They all had some sort of like mechanism in them Mm -hmm. and that's what made them action figures but because playmates being a doll company previous to that you think that's why they didn't do that with their original line of turtles
2: it's totally possible honestly yeah they're making these molds for the first time they're you know going into action figures for the first time to make it super complex you know and you know, it's just going to make their investment even right. even greater, which they're not even, you know, it's a gamble that this even pays off and yeah. works out.
1: They had no idea where it was going to go.
2: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, probably, honestly, that makes total sense. I'm glad it worked out the way it did because of all these figures had, you know,
0: like the giant knobs or the levers, like I don't think I'd like them as much. Right. I agree. All right, so what else what else out there? We talked the vehicles, we talked the turtles. We've talked a little bit about the cartoon, um, all 1988 Ninja Turtles here on the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Was there anything else related to the turtle world uh, that we can discuss before we take this thing home? I mean, turtles were everywhere. If we're just kind of,
2: you know, I'm closing my eyes and I'm picturing like the toy aisle at Toys R Us, you know, Ninja Turtles related. So you've Whoa. got, you know, you got all the pegs full of the f- figures below that. You got the vehicles. But there is another, you know, nineteen ninety eighty eight era item on those store shelves and that's the role-playing sets you remember these
1: i remember them
2: you know there was one for each turtle so it came with like knee pads elbow pads a mask and then like the character specific weapons you could Uh, buy so like a
0: mini halloween costume
2: pretty much kind of yeah and the the thing that like sticks out more than anything is like anyone that had one of these you'll remember like there's the the mask that goes around your eyes but attached to the mask is like this giant green plastic nose so it's attached to this cloth mask. So you're wearing this mask and there's this green nose just over your face. You're a little kid running around breathing hard. And that thing's just <laughs> like, it's just getting full of like, you know, saliva and sweat. You're about and to it, pass out. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Halloween mask cutting up your face. Yeah. But absolutely had it. Absolutely had Raphael for sure. I remember it, you know, fondly. And those things will turn up, too, you know, when people bring you their collections.
1: There will be, like, a... You have one in the store, right, Raphael? I got
2: a couple Raphaels. I got, it's, like a, it's a full Raphael set. Yeah. But, you know, you'll get, like, two Leo knee pads or an yep. elbow pad. All <laughs> mixed Andrew. together. But, yeah, you, you can tell, like, which turtles were most popular just based on that stuff alone. It's, yeah. like, Raphael, always going to be there. Leo, pretty good chance you're going to find some Leo stuff. Mikey, yeah, not as much, and then Donatello's like,
1: <laughs> nope.
2: no, nobody was buying them, unfortunately. Of those, at least yeah. back in back in '88,
1: no one wanted the stick. We wanted the swords. It's and like the size. this
2: guy's, this guy's powers. Are smart? <laughs> I don't, I don't care about the smarts, man. Give me the guy
0: that's gonna crack jokes. And we wouldn't have the Turtle Van without Donatello. No, though.
2: I know. Now, growing up, you're like, yeah. dude, Donatello's awesome. But
0: you think the color purple of Donatello also affected that for boys in the '80s? It probably Honestly, did.
2: Yeah yeah sadly we grew up in a time where yeah. it was like boys didn't like t- purple
0: or purple is mean, awesome man yeah you know, yeah it's my favorite colors times yeah. uh, times nice have too. changed <laughs> for sure so you've talked about how they were red um i mean you, obviously they couldn't go green on green so yeah i mean what other color is there another color they could could have even went with donatello i mean red yellow, orange blue I don't know. oh in theory yeah no. like there's not really no No. maybe yellow but uh, yeah yeah but that could have been a contrast with the the green right but like a gold or something but yeah yeah gold would have been sweet
2: yeah that would have made him look like he was like top dog though (laughs) right and then you know black but that's slash ends up wearing black the evil evil turtle slash who i love slash we'll get to him yeah that's a that's an iconic figure you know so there's so many ninja turtles figures to talk about and and we'll get to them all, but we're going to kind of go year by year. And, you know, some of the most iconic figures that everybody's, you know, if you got a top five, top 10, like, you know, you're going to talk about Mutagen Man, you're going to talk about Muck Man, you're yep. going to talk about Slash. There's just so many to talk about. The
0: you know, sadly, these go. first
2: 10 kind of, you know, they're just, they've been around for so long. They've been reproduced so many times that, You almost kind of take them for granted, just because you know what I mean. But they're always around, they're just always around. But when you, you know, when you sit down and really look at these little dudes, and you're like, man, this thing is about as cool as it gets. So, you know, we're getting near the end of this podcast, but. I think we should maybe, you know, go around. I kind of already said my favorite, but I'll Our know, favorite
1: I'll... hero and our favorite villain?
2: Yeah, let's do that. And then maybe favorite vehicle, which can't pick the party wagon cuz well, that's clearly I think clearly... me and you
1: have the same favorites. So my favorite hero is Raphael. Okay. And my favorite villain is Bebop. Okay. With that trash. What can about a shield. second favorite? Second favorite yeah. of each? Yeah. Um, second favorite hero? Man, that's tough. Probably Donatello. Second favorite villain? I guess I'd have to go with Shredder. Oh, Shredder! I, I hate the pose, but I love the character so much.
2: Okay, all right. So yeah, my my top is Roth and, and Bebop. But if I'm going second, as far as uh, the villains go, I think I'm going Foot Soldier. We didn't yeah. even really talk about him, but no. he's like you know he's also in that like crouch position like yeah. Shredder, but you know he's kind of got those zombie vibes. He looks like he's like an undead, you know. So he's the army uh, army builder robot, and also he can stand. Yes, pretty easily like unlike shredder's wonky crazy legs foot soldier stands pretty nicely. he's got cool weapons so foot's my uh, second favorite villain second favorite hero man i'm going to go so. i'm going to mix it up and go master splinter that's yeah,
0: a good that's a good one
2: but he's got to have the cloth robe has to. i don't want no your naked, naked rats. i don't want your naked splinter nope. i want him in a robe with the with the bow and arrow and the cane oh with the cane with the the pull out uh, sword. the or whatever yeah, yep. nice he's got the side he the got the cane. He he's pulled, the old man, man in the side <laughs> <off>. My <laughs> cousin
0: had a the side of the side of the of the side toy. the yeah, he's of the about you, the side of the I of the side of the of myself personally, of the was my favorite was of he was my favorite turtle so he was my favorite turtle, side to of the side 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 of the the However, my cousin had a Master Splinter, and I did like that better than uh, Leonardo and Donatello's toys for whatever reason because he was just different, I guess. Yeah, he's different. And yeah. then um, uh, the other villains—I never had any of the others as a kid. But looking at him, we didn't really talk um, about Rocksteady. No, we didn't. No. My, and, man, Poor like, Rocksteady. And, and like he's got like this. AK-47-looking thing with them or snipe, that's actually more like a sniper rifle yeah. with a turtle shell. Their guns fired and, lasers. And uh, he's got, like, this trash can lid. But, you know, it's just big, giant rhino head with, uh, God, what do you call those, like, 1940s airplane pilot, like, hats with the goggles on them? Like World War II style? Yeah, yeah like yeah. the Red Baron, like, hat. Yep. I mean, just cool uh little muscle shirt on him and some it's a testament pants. to
2: how cool i mean there's only 10 figures but yeah we didn't even talk about rocksteady oh uh, but he's awesome and i love him dude he's awesome yeah that's why for me they the villains kind of shine in this first set even though the turtles are as iconic as they are you know they just make so many versions of the turtles yeah. you know what i mean
1: like there's literally 25 there's a f- turtle as every profession you can think of
2: yeah and we're going to talk about them all um with but like it, well, I guess in the case of bebop and rocksteady, Spl- shredder and foot soldier, there's variants on them too, but not as many. So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, rocksteady, he's awesome. And you gotta have if you got bebop, you gotta have rocksteady.
1: They like, yeah, I think I got them both at the same time. You can't just get one. Yeah, dude, they go together. Yep. you know
2: when I get them in the shop and I sell them, like I wait. If I have a Bebop, I wait till I get a Rocksteady. Oh, Steady. absolutely. I only will sell them as a pair. I don't sell them separate. I they got to go together, man. I praise you, man. sir.
0: I praise you. <laughs> <laughs> so who is the better tag team? Uh, ret- at the Retro K.O. Joe and at Time Blast Toys, Keith, the Time Blaster toy Toycast guys, or Bebop and Rocksteady? Oh, man. Oh, I, don't,
2: I don't know if I'm allowed to vote, so I don't know. We'll leave that up to the listen
0: listeners. I mean, giant mutant animals? I don't know. If maybe we'd stand a chance. I don't know. So what you're saying is that you're no longer the tag team champion this turtle episode already defeated you yeah, Bebop
2: oh. and rocksteady took the gold on this one Dude, sorry guys <laughs>
0: it's time for their run so any other closing thoughts before we wrap this sucker up this week
2: no i don't think so i mean i think we touched on everything we could talk about this stuff forever but i think it you know going year by year is the easiest way to kind of Make sure everything gets its just due. We we hit on everything, you know. Maybe not as detailed as we want to, but we can always come back and talk about this stuff again. So yeah, we'll you know next up when we do a turtles episode, we'll just we'll, 1989 man. We'll just go year by year and yep. you know, a few years from now when we get to like 91, like dude, there's gonna be so much awesome stuff to talk figures. about. We're gonna end up having like
0: you know, th- it's gonna be a three parter or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Last question I have that I I did not touch on and meant to is. So here at the Time Blaster toy store in Westland, Michigan, we've got a couple toys in um, in packaging. We've got Splinter and April, and then we've got some guys loose with the custom Time Blaster toy packaging. What what are the most valuable of these 10? I know we've talked about the soft heads and that and the packaging, but, like, here in the store, loose, does that make a difference between figure to figure based off the loose packaging? I mean, or?
2: it's going to change the value, but it makes no difference to me, you know, whether I want it or not. Like. Right. Outside of, you know, WFF Hasbro's, Ninja Turtles is my favorite thing to get. So, like, when people tell me they have Ninja Turtles, I'm, like, salivating. I'm so happy because I want them to bring it in. You know, yesterday I got a box in the mail. It was 2012 Ninja Turtles that I bought online. And I kind of bought it sight unseen, so I didn't know what was in there. And, like, I was, it was, like, Christmas morning for me, getting to open the box and, like, see what was in there. And that's, like, my favorite thing to do. Like, if someone has a toad of Ninja Turtles... Let me buy it, and then let me dump it on the floor, and then let me just start putting all the parts and pieces together.
0: And that video will be out soon.
2: Yeah, Joe filmed it, so yeah, we'll put it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, speaking of Joe, there was a, a video that you dropped earlier oh, yeah, we this didn't even week bring that, up. that uh, on at the at RetroKO on the YouTube. Um, that was a little
1: Time Blaster Toys vlog where we uh, just hung out in the store all day. We did a little cleaning of LJNs, and then we went through an entire. But it was all 80s stuff, right? Yeah. 1980s collection that Keith got into the shop, and it was awesome. Tons De- of lines.
0: Definitely of worth checking out. I watched yeah. it, I enjoyed it. Um, it flies by fast. It's about 15 to 20 minutes or something. I think something it's like a that. 20 minuter yeah. Yeah, it was, bit, I mean, before you know it, you're like, oh my God, there's only two minutes left in this thing. It's very well done. Very well appreciate produced. Appreciate Yeah,
2: Joe works hard on those videos. I was cracking up at the edit, so. Yeah, yeah you, gotta, you, gotta, you can't skip it. You can't no, you fast can't forward skip it. To any of it. You'll miss stuff. I threw in
0: some old commercials for the toy lines. yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, very, very worth checking out. And what's the YouTube channel again for everybody? That is at the Retro KO. All right, Keith, anything going on at, at Time Blast Toys you want to plug?
2: No, not really. Um, I mean, I always got stuff going on, so, yeah. I mean, if you're interested in looking at pictures of old toys, you got to follow me because I'm posting new stuff every day, and we're, you know, trying to branch out with this podcast and making video- Joe's making videos, so we have always have stuff going on. Um but no, let's talk about next week's episode. I'm excited. We're talking WWF Hasbro Series Three. We were we were like thinking maybe we maybe we jump around. Maybe we go like Jack's Bone Crunchers 1996, and then Joe's like, but my Hogan, I've been waiting. The two audience watched the payoff. I've been waiting two episodes to talk about the day I got my Hulk Hogan. I'm like, okay, Hasbro Series Three's next. Joe's got to tell us this story. It better be good.
0: I hope it lives up to the hype. There's a (laughs) lot of hype to live up to. You mentioned the Hogan Redemption. Speaking of redemptions, I'm going to redeem myself in the closing moments of this podcast off something I said last week where I butchered one of the most famous slogans in toy history. Oh, you sure did. So I'm going to redeem myself here as we close this thing out with this was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toy cast with Time Blaster Toys, and we are going to wrap things up here. So just keep in mind, folks, there are heroes in a half shell
2: turtle power
0: go ninja, go ninja, go